Welcome to Dress to Manifest, a podcast for ambitious women who are ready to embody their best self through style and make their dreams a reality. I'm your host, Ariel Brittany, a personal stylist and confidence coach with a compassionate, intuitive, and spiritual approach to styling. I help heart-centered leaders and entrepreneurs shine in an authentic, aligned style that cultivates magnetic confidence and joy. Let's dress to manifest. Welcome back to the Dress to Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Brittany, and this episode is going to be a very vulnerable one for me, coming in hot with one of my first episodes with um, a story that is close to my heart, just about my own personal development. When I share about my own vulnerabilities and my own stories and struggles, I tend to always share from a healed place, which I think is very healthy. This one, though, is one that I only recently really worked on and healed, and I'm still a work in progress on, and I've been giving myself permission to own that, to be able to share freely with you, uh, my community, and really just let you know and be transparent about what I've been going through and the things that I've been struggling with behind the scenes that actually have been very enlightening to me as a personal stylist to help me understand my own clients and the way that I could help them. So the topic for this episode is called being my own client. So being my own client, that pertains to really self-coaching and styling myself, which you would think, Ariel, that should be easy. I mean, you're a personal stylist. That's what you do. And since you do that for a living, that should come very naturally. Well, cue the Panini, Panasonic, the pandemic as whatever you want to call it that really changed my body and I know I'm not the only one who experienced weight gain during the pandemic because it's so natural for that to happen for people. I mean, of course our bodies are going to change during a year of collective trauma where we are literally inside sitting, our movement is way less than it used to before, we're going out way less (laughs) than before, and that resulted in a lot of our bodies changing. And that is something that I haven't experienced in a while. Like, yes, my body has fluctuated in weight uh, throughout the years, but not as dramatic as it had been during uh, the pandemic. So the last time that I experienced that dramatic of a body change was actually when I experienced puberty. So here I am basically going through like a second puberty (laughs) feeling frustrated that my clothes don't fit anymore because honestly I was making it mean something about me as a stylist and I really had to get outside of my head with that really self-coach and take this as an opportunity to be my own client and practice what I preach because when you're going through a collective trauma with the rest of the world, you got to give yourself a freaking break. My body, your body, all of us, we were surviving and our bodies got us through it. They are beautiful and to be cherished and loved for how they help us function and live our lives daily. And that 
gratitude was a saving grace during a time where I felt very unfamiliar with the person I was seeing in the mirror. And especially because a lot of internal change occurred too. When, you know, restrictions started to get lifted and we were able to go outside more, I was hesitant in feeling mixed feelings because I was relieved that we were kind of returning to some sort of distorted normalcy. And I was very excited to see and be reunited with uh, family and friends who are uh, vaccinated like me. But when I was looking in the mirror, I was like, not really happy with what I was seeing. It felt like I was having to get reacquainted with my body as well as who I am now because I changed a lot internally too that I just felt like an entirely different person inside and out on a cellular level experienced a lot of change and really getting to know myself again, embracing my body and deciding to be my own client was my way of not only showing myself some love through a difficult time, but also a way for me to connect with and understand my clients. Once I reframed that, I committed to practice what I preach, and that started with doing a photo shoot. So at the beginning of this year, I knew that I wanted to do a big photo shoot where I kind of introduced new sides of myself into my brand, like a little bit more of my serious side, a little bit more of my spiritual side, and just really showcase the power of transformation that I give to my clients because even though we have a lot of fun and I am like girl's best friend energy as many people have told me I I do have very much girl's best friend energy there's something very sacred about the trust that a girl's best friend is given because girl's best friend also means a confidant and I hold my client's stories and hold space for them and there's a seriousness and vulnerability to that that I really wanted to showcase in a different way within my brand. That's why I wanted to do a photo shoot to embody the changes that I'd been going through and showcase my own evolution through this year. Instead of telling myself that I would wait to do the photo shoot until I lost some weight and felt better about my body, I decided, hey, we're committing to practicing what you preach, right? So let's book this photo shoot anyways. (laughs) Let's go for it and really celebrate your massive growth this year because it was such a big year for me in business. Uh, My life completely changed this past year and I did not want to put conditions on my own joy. I did not want to say, hey, Ariel, you have to fit this this and this, A, B, and C, this weight, this look, this place in life, just in order to celebrate yourself. And that is what you would call conditional love. And that is not what we're about here. We are about unconditionally loving ourselves. And that is when I really thought about how I would talk to my own client. I was like, would I ever tell a client to postpone a photo shoot because of their weight? Never in a hundred million years would I do that. So I wondered why would I speak to myself or treat myself that way? Luckily, I found an incredible brand photographer who really understood me, my vision, my brand, who I just vibe so well with. Uh, Her name is Paige. Shout out to you, Paige. You are so talented and brilliant. And she was so great at helping me 
set the intentions for this photo shoot of self-love, divine feminine, goddess energy, powerful but still soft. And the podcast cover art where I am in the pink dress that you are seeing probably as you're listening to this podcast is a photo and one of my favorite photos from that photo shoot. And I had that photo shoot on July 23rd, the Aquarius full moon, second day of Leo season because, you know, I love astrology. I'm so intentional with trying to harness that whenever I can. And it was amazing. And I'm so glad that I did that. Of course, there are a lot of nerves going into it. I had to do a lot of different things to mentally prepare myself for that photo shoot if you are also struggling with your weight or just generally feeling self-conscious about your appearance these are action steps that i took to prepare myself for this photo shoot and get in the state of mind of being in front of the camera again and also just being happy with my reflection again which i'm happy to report that i am so first tip is purge your closet put the clothes that don't fit you out of sight this is such an important thing because here's what happens and i tell my clients this too is when you open your closet every day there is something that happens psychologically when you have to sort through your clothes that fit and the clothes that don't or that you're not happy with how you look in because it's just like the mental energy of going, oh, this works, this doesn't, this works, this doesn't. It drains your energy, it makes you less excited to get ready, and it convinces you that you have nothing to wear when you actually do. It's just buried beneath things that don't serve you. So clearing that out and making sure your closet is filled only with viable options is hugely helpful to shifting back into that feeling of self-love and worthiness and i know that is easier said than done because we have attachments to things i'm an extremely sentimental person so i get this better than anyone (laughs) my family my immediate family actually has kind of a reputation for hoarding things so growing up with that it was hard to unlearn that it was a waste to give away things But I promise there are ways that you can lovingly part with your clothes. You can say goodbye to them and another person will say hello to a piece they love. I mean, how wonderful is that, that you could give your items a second chance at being loved because it might not serve you anymore, but instead of it gathering dust in the closet, it could be out there serving someone else. So you don't have to get rid of everything. I'm not saying you have to get rid of anything, especially the sentimental things. And I know you're probably thinking, but Ariel, what if I want to wear it again? What if I fluctuate back into that size and I just don't want to part with it just yet? I'm not ready. That is valid. That is totally fine because I felt the same way not too long ago. My advice in that case is to get plastic storage boxes, like They look basically like giant Tupperwares, so you could see what's inside, you could see the contents inside, and put everything that you're not ready to give up just yet, but you know you don't wear anymore, 
in there and put it away out of sight. If storage space is an issue, then that's okay. You could even just store it like top of your closet, just put it in another room. For me, I have my uh, storage bins in the corner of my office. There's just something about not having to see it hanging among all of the clothes that you actually can wear and do love that vastly improves your ritual of getting ready every day. And you can set a reminder on your phone or in your calendar to check back on those storage bins in maybe six months or so if you are on a weight loss journey and just check in to see if you changed your mind, if never mind, I actually do want to give this away or, ooh, I want to add this back into my closet. And it's like you get to shop in the clothing of your past and reassess if it makes sense with where you're at six months into the future. My second tip is to do affirmations and mirror work. So affirmations could be very helpful, but I understand that it is hard to believe when you're writing something super positive about yourself and it's completely the opposite of what you're feeling inside. So the way that I like to go about it is start by just saying what you're grateful your body can do for you and coming at it from the lens of body neutrality first. For instance, I wrote things like, I love how my body allows me to dance freely. I love that my fingers allow me to express myself through music on the piano. I am grateful for my hair. (laughs) Just even the smallest things that you can write about yourself it builds up until you can say kinder things. And doing mirror work is also helpful. It felt extremely vulnerable doing it, but it was one of my coaches who suggested this to me, where I look and mirror at myself in my underwear and just take note of all of those affirmations and say them out loud to myself and hug myself and really embrace myself as if I'm giving a friend a hug. And it's really beautiful what comes up in those moments, even if they're extremely vulnerable, because you start to hold space for yourself as if you're holding space for a friend. And that really is the goal here, is to start treating yourself with love, with care, like you would any other loved one in your life, because we need to practice cherishing ourselves more. We need to practice being affectionate with ourselves, finding the beauty in ourselves, and it is a challenge, but like anything, it starts with small steps, consistent practice, and building that belief. My third tip is invest in clothes that fit. Whew, that is a big one. I definitely took a while to come around to my own advice even as a stylist you know we are not impervious to the same kind of style struggles and mindset blocks that anyone else goes through and it's because i wasn't used to being that size i'd never been the size that i am now ever in my life and there were so many clothes in my closet that I did not want to part with. Uh, But once I decided to do step one, 
or tip one, the purging of the closet and putting my clothes in the storage bins, I realized how many things I actually needed to purchase and why I was struggling to get ready sometimes because all of my different options were more like statement pieces and I needed more basics and just things like that. Once you clear out what you know that you can't wear or just doesn't make you feel good anymore, it's like you get a diagnosis of what you do need and what you do need to purchase. So you are able to fill in the missing gaps. And that is what I did. I didn't really have that many jeans that fit me anymore. So that was my first thing because I do love a good pair of jeans. And let me tell you, when I got a pair of jeans that fit me perfectly, wow. I, I'm going to be honest, I got teary because I felt beautiful and I loved what I saw in the mirror and even though my body didn't look like how it used to, it still looked good. And that's the thing, when we wear clothes that don't fit or we shame ourselves into trying to fit into, that is what tends to undermine our confidence. I remember trying to squeeze into some jeans my favorite pair of jeans I had for years and being upset that it didn't work and even if it did work it just didn't look right anymore so sizing and fit is everything because once everything lays on your body the way it should because it's the right size you look fantastic you look amazing and once that realization sits you're gonna have this breakthrough and this is what I always tell my clients The clothes are supposed to fit you, not the other way around. You are not meant to fit into the clothes. They are meant to fit you. Another thing that I want to address is if you are going through a weight loss journey and you are concerned about investing in clothes now, then you can always get them tailored. That is a reminder I always love to tell my clients if that is one of their concerns, just to give them that peace of mind. Tailoring is such a beautiful solution to just reassure you that your investments that you're making now to feel good now will still serve you in the future because you could always get them changed and altered to fit you as you change because, again, clothes are supposed to fit you not the other way around. So that is something I want to just put out there because I think that we tend to make it mean something about ourselves when we are buying a different size, especially if it's a bigger size than we are used to purchasing. We think that just because we're doing that, that means that we're committing to being that size forever. And that isn't true. What you're really committing to is not putting any conditions on feeling good about yourself now. And that's simply it. So that really is a huge lesson that I learned. (laughs) I already knew that was true, but applying it again in my life as I struggled through my weight gain, it helped me internalize that lesson and practice what I would always tell my clients. That leads me to my last tip, which is let go of the past expectations of yourself. So I know that is much easier said than done, 
And what I mean about that is often we compare ourselves to, you know, the people around us, and that is natural. But I think what we also need to remember is to stop comparing ourselves to literally ourselves. I know, it sounds confusing. What I mean by that is we need to stop looking at the past and expecting our bodies to work and function the way they used to and especially to look the way that they used to because, you know, we change especially as we age. Our bodies change according to our lifestyles too and it doesn't make us any less worthy or any less beautiful. It is hard to look at past pictures of yourself and think, wow, I wish I still looked like that or I remember being able to fit in that one dress that I still have in my closet that I now had to give away. That really sucks. And I've experienced that too. But what I want to offer is think of who you were in that time of your life. When I look back at pictures of myself when I was skinnier, sure, I think about how was that version of me doing in life mindset-wise? How was she emotionally? What was her emotional state during that period of her life? And was she truly happy? Spoiler alert, (laughs) she was not. I look back at my college days and think about, sure, the amazing times I had, but there was a lot of struggle I had and I think I had body dysmorphia at the time honestly because I still struggled with how I looked and saw myself as much heavier than I was at the time and now me on the other side of a lot of healing looking back I find it ironic that I'm looking at pictures of her going you are beautiful how could you ever think that about yourself I want you to think of your highest self and Imagine, would she be speaking to herself in this way with all of this criticism and, you know, conditional love? And the answer is no. She would be embracing where she's at now, finding the beauty within herself at every stage and every phase because there is beauty in every single stage of your evolution. I'm really proud of that skinnier, confused college Ariel because she was going through a lot. But at the same time, I know that if she were to meet me now, she would be blown away by where I'm at now in life. And that's something that I love to always tell myself too. It's one of my favorite affirmations. You are the dream come true of a former version of you. Glow-ups can come in all different forms and just because you might not look like how you looked in the past doesn't make you any less beautiful and a lot of times the experiences that we garner throughout our years the wisdom we gain is what results in the real glow up so think about the ways in which your life has improved how you are proud of yourself for growing And think about how those versions of yourself would be proud of you now 
and I promise you'll feel so grateful and just immersed in self-love and realize that you are right on time and you're not behind of any set schedule of needing to look a certain way, accomplish a certain thing, be a certain person because where you're at now is more than enough because you are more than enough. You deserve to show up exactly how you want to show up regardless of what everybody else says about what you can or cannot wear because newsflash, you can wear whatever the hell you want (laughs) as long as it makes you happy and as long as you're comfortable in it because that's also another thing that is important to me is that with all my clients, I want to make sure that I honor their comfort zone as they step into their new style and I include different baby steps in which we help them shift their identity into a person who does wear that print or does wear that color that's different but make them feel at home by adding outfit elements that they already feel good in. Those are my tips from my own experience of being my own client and to help you if you're going through a period of body image issues and I just want to reassure you that you are not alone. Myself and some of my clients are going through this and it is nothing to be ashamed of. It is all about really giving yourself so much grace and self-compassion as you step into loving yourself where you're at. This was definitely a vulnerable one for me, but I think it's one that's been on my heart to share and one that a lot of women experience as well. I also wanted to show you that just because I'm a personal stylist doesn't mean that I do not go through my own style struggles and image issues. Stylists are still human and it might feel a little intimidating to open up about these things with personal stylists because of the kind of like glamorous devil wears Prada kind of connotation that comes with fashion but this is a compassionate place this is an inclusive place and I want to reassure you that I'm not the type of stylist to ever discount your stories or your feelings I'm here for you and a lot of times I've gone through what you've gone through or in this case very recently gone through for me and I'm here for you. I want to send you so much love as you go through your own self-love journey and I really hope that these tips could serve you. And if they do, I would love to hear your experience in implementing these tips. Please message me. You can DM me at ariel.brittany on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. That's it for this episode. I will see you next time. And thank you so much for listening. If you need guidance with your personal style, I'd love to help you with my one-on-one personal styling and confidence coaching services. Whether it's for an event, your everyday style, or a brand photo shoot, we get you ready to embody your next level of growth with true-to-you outfits you absolutely love. Check out my website at www.arielbrittany.com and follow me on Instagram at ariel.brittany. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.
Dressed to Manifest with Ariel Burtney is a production by Yali Christina Podcast Services.